Welcome along to Loose Joints, the podcast where we talk to people about the music they like, new and old. On this uh, episode of the podcast, we have our special guest is Ashling Rogerson. How are you doing? Hello. We we have we kind of we were talking about how we would describe you. I guess most people would know you from uh, your involvement with the Fumbly mm-hmm. in Dublin, That's a good way the to cafe me. in Dublin. Yes, yeah. and and sometime restaurant and mm-hmm. uh, occasional. Uh, Hooli joint a facilitator of of all sorts. Really, you do you do plenty of things and, and bits and bobs. Yeah, yeah, with the stables as well. You've got mm-hmm. loads of things going on. Yeah, well, now more so with the stables. So the stables is where we have all of our kind of like any eventy kind of stuff with the odd gig or whatever. Matthew Nolan was in there actually with a couple of gigs with Note. Um, Sean McArlane did a little series of kind of experimental jazz improvisation things recently and. Yeah, they're generally low key stuff because we've got we've got niggly neighbours who yeah. don't like too much noise, so it's like kind of low fi stuff that finishes by ten o'clock. I was in there recently for uh, Katie and uh, Katie Sanderson and uh, Takashi Miyazaki. Takashi Miyazaki, yes. yeah, Miyazaki, exactly. Oh, that was an amazing uh, meal. Mm, or something else. Mm, I was there on the Saturday really, night. It was really absolutely cool amazing. collaboration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was brilliant. Um, and Sally, you're here as well. Hello. I'm here. That's all right. Don't worry about <laughs> Hi, me, Sam. Talk amongst yourselves there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was I was thinking um, a butcher baker candlestick maker mm-hmm. as a description for you, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Tinker Taylor soldier spy. Right. Yeah. You're all like sure. you're the, uh, uh, the. I said to Ashley a while ago that the I've never seen her where she's not eating something. <laughs> <laughs> like she's always true? and if you're at a party especially everyone's got a drink oh. or they're smoking a fag she's foraging she's looking around the gaff of, when there's far too many people in the room and she's walking around looking for something to eat myself in a corner while I eat it yeah. plonked yeah, chatting yeah, to somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. dipping something into something <laughs> she's always <laughs> dipping something into something I've thought about that so many times since you said it to me <laughs> but it is the first time you haven't been eating something <laughs> But I thought about bringing stuff with me and I didn't <laughs> because of that thing that you said to me before. I know. Yeah. I don't yeah. want you to be conscious of it. It's my thing I that know. I love about you the most, probably. I think, do you know what? And I, when you said it to me, you said it to me about a year ago. And uh, I think it's because, like, I don't really drink as much as I yeah. used to recently. And, like, I just love. <laughs> just love food. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, there's something like an energy kind of thing to it when you're out. You know, you still need, if you're not drinking, you still need to be like, you either need to have a glass of water or you need to have something in oh, your you hand. Oh, you need to be enjoying you know? something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's that kind of thing of having something tangible, you know, when everyone yeah, else has something. A in drink hands, or, or a ciggy yeah. or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Just that the, makes sense. Yeah, and grand. also, but it's also, it's sometimes in places where I didn't know there was even food at the event <laughs> and you're managed <laughs> I to eat something. It with me. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the case. Oh, yeah. gas. Okay. Yeah, where we start? I guess we'll we'll start with some music, right? We might get um, through some of Ashling's seven options for yeah, every. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we've asked Ashling some questions uh, based on, <laughs> uh, and her answers will determine what music we play. But we're also going to play some new music picks of our own. Um, so we're going to start with yours, Sally. Uh, this is a Sinkane song, which just came out. Yeah, I love him, and uh, I, I saw him in the village about two years ago, I think, and it was one of the best shows. And I, I just. I met him in New York a couple of years ago at Glasslands, this great little club in Williamsburg. And he was DJing. It was one of the best sets I'd heard while I was living there because I just, I kept going out and not getting the, that that lift I needed. And he yeah. just, track after track, he played some, some great stuff. And I was like, I need to talk to this guy because he loves the same stuff as I love. And it turned out we have a mutual friend and uh, we got chatting. And uh, I've just, so I like him more now that I know he sound as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, this new one from Ahmed and I think it's um, 
you can definitely tell he you can hear you can hear on your bar and you can you can hear all yeah, of his because he did play with the William on your bar band yeah and i think the, it's uh, it's it's very band. it's very much that isn't it yeah when, uh, that's his what new, i thought straight away his new like, angle yeah i like yeah. it i like it why not not a bad thing at all yeah so this is syncane
Music from Mikhail Seifu, How to Save a Life, The Vector of Eternity. And that is the choice of Ashling. Ashling Rosen, tell me why you picked Mikhail Seifu, please. That tune is an absolute banger. A banger? <laughs> In a nutshell. So tell yeah. us a little bit of Mikhail Seifu if you know much about him. I don't know too much about him. Um, I came across him about six months ago. Uh, I think we were just saying there, Sal, uh, that record came out at the beginning of this year sometime, maybe February or March. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think anyone really knew too much about him before then. I heard Um, it. I loved it. And um, I I knew he was Ethiopian. Mm. Um, He's he's Addis Ababa anyway. Yeah, there's there's him and a a couple of other guys. Literally, there's like a handful of them. Yeah. Um, And they're they're trying to kind of make a new Ethiopian name because obviously everyone knows like the Ethiopian jazz you've got your yeah. um, well it's very distinctive isn't it it's definitely electronic and it's definitely their own stamp it's it's absolutely you've still got those traditional kind of rhythms coming in and that like what sounds like a kora or something I don't know what they're, the instrument that they have in Ethiopia that's their traditional instrument mm. um, but it's like it's there in the background um, but with that kind of new influence I know he spent a bit of time in Detroit, maybe or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a banger. Like yeah. I say, an absolute banger. Very good. Um, it's Mikhail Sifu, and the album is called uh, Zalalem. I'm terrible with these names, but anyway, uh, we'll put up the list uh, along with the podcast of all the songs we're going to play uh, on the show today. Uh, the next choice is actually an Irish one from myself, New Music Pick. I'm going to Other Voices this weekend, so uh, and we're turning towards the end of the year, so when that happens, I start to think about my end of year list. Yeah, I've been at the start of that now going, Jesus, God, yeah. there's a lot to get through. I did my first last week, but uh, I do enjoy doing it because, you know, like, the example is uh, that Mikhail Seifu uh, song. I definitely heard that back in February or March, but um, yeah. completely forgot about it since. And also, since when it, you're really mad about something that's out and then you don't get to play it. You play yeah. it once, you play it on the show, you talk about it, and then you kind of don't get to play it again, and you so you get to go back to it, which is good. Yeah. So and you realise how long your year was. Yeah. Mental. <laughs> Ashling's never been to other voices. We were. Just, I was just telling her it's, yeah. it's something, to, yeah. something to experience. I mean, this year it seems like they're uh, definitely ramping up what's actually uh, happening down there. There's 65 bands playing what? for free around town, which mm. I'm like, it's actually a bit crazy. Yeah. there's so many... Is that, not too, that many is that pubs. too much? Like, or to be honest, no, because uh, I mean, it started obviously as a TV show, and you'd get like loads of industry heads going down, and then there'd be a big bit of a party afterwards. But uh, Dingle is an amazing place, and it's somewhere I always like to go anyway. And I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same way about it. And so it attracts people. the The show attracts people because you know there's no security at the at the at the. Uh, I mean, it is a TV show essentially, but mm. you know everyone's hanging around, and then. If, Four years ago, to start doing a music trail, started with twenty bands, and now it's grown to sixty-five. Jim Carroll's doing a uh, a banter talk down there as well, a cool. series of banter talks, and, and there's a, a vinyl exhibition of some kind as well. Yeah, there's huge amounts of stuff going so on. So loads happening. They're expecting a couple of thousand people apparently. Mm-hmm. So because all the accommodation is gone in the in the town, so everything is a bit jammers. But 
one of the bands playing the church is uh, this band, a band called Saint Sister, who appeared maybe this time last year, a bit earlier than that. Um, but really uh, one of the best new uh, Irish uh, bands I've heard in a while. They're uh, very young, aren't they? Two girls. Very young, yeah. yeah. Gemma and Morgan are their names. They kind of do Celtic folk. Um, and it's kind of unusual in a way because... For me, you know, the harp is a, is a national instrument and, and, and it's on our coins and stuff like that. But you don't see an awful lot on Irish stages, really. No. And not in a contemporary sense, anyway. So this is uh, they're one of their new songs. It's called Tin Man. We give it a play. This is uh, Saint Sister. Nice. From Saint Sister, a song called Tin Man, and I chose that because they're playing other voices this weekend, and uh, I do like that band quite a lot. So there you go, that's uh, Saint Sister. Now we're going to move on to a choice from Ashling. Uh, yourself, uh, we asked you uh, to pick a song 
that you think uh, from a band that you think are massively underrated and this is a, this band are a band that played in the workman's club in the last couple of months right and mm-hmm. um you had them in your top songs last year because it was my favorite album it was so good and i i'm a little obsessed with them as well um psych like they're like um Anyone who knows dis- them get becomes obsessed with them. Yeah, they're and, Thai psychedelic and, and yeah, funk. And that's what I, I was kind of thinking about that when you asked me un, an underrated band. I was like, it was the first band that came to mind. But then I kind of thought, I mean, is this just, it, are they underrated or are they just underknown? You yeah. Know? And is it is it <clears> one of those things that have they just not made it big yet? It doesn't help having an unpronounceable name <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. But... um. They're buzzers. That, e- that even the band <laughs> members themselves can't really pronounce. Yeah, and they said themselves, they were like, we didn't think that, like a year ago we were sitting in a bar and recording this album. We had no idea we'd be in Ireland. Yeah. Um, and they were really buzzed about being there. And I don't think we've said their name yet. Carol Bing. Carol Bing. 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 That's how you say it. Bin. Now I know. And, um, even your man, what was the front <laughs> man's name at the gig there then, the workman's? He was like, well, folks can't really pronounce our name, but we're from Texas and we're called Krungbin. Yeah. And he was saying that of the different ways you might say it, but he was like, Krungbin. We're Krungbin. But you were a low denial at the end. They, We were just screaming for more and they came out and he's like, we literally played every song we've ever written for you guys. <laughs> yeah. and you, I mean, you'd seem to enjoy it and we, we'd like to stay out here and do more, but we, we don't have any other songs to play. So they just did like a pop quiz where they would play the riff of a, of a tune <laughs> and they'd say who knew it. And then they'd say for an extra five points, who knows the opening line. And they just had a mad buzz with the crowd for yeah, half crazy. an hour. Brilliant. Yeah. It was just another way to get the, keep the crack going, you know. But she's just effortlessly cool. So mm. beautiful. He's Who were you looking at more though, the girl or the guy? I think I was watching the guy. I don't know, I was kind of watching them all. I was yeah. watching the drummer to see if we'd get any buzz out of him whatsoever. <laughs> Just a smile didn't or flinch. any sort of emotion. Yeah, he didn't flinch. Yeah, but that's what but made him so cool. They're so cool, right? Yeah. They're, yeah, I think they're, I think they're underrated and underknown perhaps, but. Both, indeed. Yeah, yeah. but they're very niche. It's not really, like. Do you think? I think people, I, I, I think people. I am. I'm always curious of people who are into instrumental stuff, or people who are not. People are sort of not always into instrumental stuff. They find it a little mm. unchallenging. Is it maybe. instrumental? Kind yes. of mostly. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's very few lyrics actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's just I think so both. smooth and and like so groovy. So groovy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember. Any, it was have they been featured anywhere, like on a TV show, or anything like that, or is it just <laughs> word of mouth? Do you think? I think so. Yeah, I I found I just they, they literally uh, I found them on SoundCloud through yeah, me too. Um, what do you call those guys that do the uh, late night tales? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it. Isn't yeah. it? that was it. It was on that one. It was on Bonobos. Late it was on night Bonobos tales. late night tales. Oh, right. The one song, uh, Calf Born in Winter. Calf Born in Winter, which yeah. is the one I was yeah talking about earlier, uh, and it's just gorgeous and. Um, Mm. Uh, that's yeah that's I, I think I was just hooked after that well let's play a bit of the song this is Crying Bin or however you want to call it uh, A Calf Born in Winter Thank you. 
The choice of asking Russian that is um, Crangbin. Crangbin, yeah. Crangbin, yeah. Crangbin. I'm saying it right, haven't I? Calf born in winter. Calf born in winter. And what is the album called? It's called The Universe Wilds Upon You. Nice. And they uh, played in the Workman's Club recently, as we were discussing. Yeah, and uh, it's well worth uh, it's well worth buying the album. I think it's gorgeous. Absolutely, absolutely. And buy it on vinyl. It comes with a with a MB3 download and the print of the cover, which is really gorgeous. It comes with that in the sleeve. It's really lovely. There was another song actually we were almost going to play, uh, which we maybe will just give it a quick mention uh, from a band called Aldock. Mm. Tell me a bit about Aldock. So yeah, between Aldock and Cranbourne, they're the two albums that I've been listening to on repeat uh, this year. Um, Aldock, I came across them from a trip down to Cladder Records of an afternoon, which is something that I like to do. The odd time that I have a, a, a day off of a weekday, I go down to Cladder and just see what's what's going on, what's new with the trad and just in the Irish scene in general. Um and there's never the same person working twice in there. I don't know if you've ever noticed <laughs> that. It's always I a different person behind the counter. Me to go in. Yeah, I never, I never, but I haven't been. They're always for great for the chat, and they, I, I always just go up to the to the box at the counter and the new releases. But it's just a little cardboard box, and it's like new Irish releases. I just kind of flick through that, and uh, and one day I went in, and this and Aldock were playing on the on the sound system. And I just asked the guy, what, you know, who's this? And he's, he didn't know. He just went over and he was like, oh, they're this band, Aldock. I was like, okay, sweet. And I didn't even buy the album then, but I found them online then uh, a couple of weeks later. And um, and I just, I play them all the time in the cafe. Yeah. Um, and I just really love it. I kind of feel like they're like somewhere. So your man, I think the band anyway, the little that I know of them, it's, um, it's one Irish guy uh, from Tala who's the main, the flute player. Um, and then there's a couple of lads from New Zealand maybe and a German guy um, and it's just really funky but your man's the, the trad that he brings into it it's like it's definitely worldy um, it's kind of got a little bit of kind of like Fat Freddy's Drop-ish kind of rhythms to it as well and it doesn't always fuse well trad and, and world music no this fuses really well it really does yeah yeah because um, he does he sing and rap maybe in different languages as well or is it just yeah do you know what I'm not really into the rapping bits yeah to be honest but um, I'm more into, into the instrumental bits but I just love the, like the flute anyone who plays the flute really well just fucking gets me it's yeah because like, it's, 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 it's kind of magical it's like mystical it's almost like it's yeah. not a real thing <laughs> it's, it's amazing and your man just comes in with these incredible flute riffs um, Maybe I'll just well give worth you checking a out quick, just, uh, just 30 yeah, seconds give him, of, give of him a blast I think you get a nice sense of identity of the of that band Big even time. from that short clip there. Yeah, absolutely, it's That's great. Nice. I'm wait. I'm I've been I've been keeping an eye out to see when they're playing live. I, I, there's no dates on the horizon, I don't think. But okay, keep an eye out for them. And is the album recent? 
Yeah, this year. This year, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, in terms of, uh, I know you have a, a violin collection in the Fumbly itself, and I mean, how often do you would you play music every day in the sh- in the cafe? To be honest, that vinyl collection has gone by the wayside now has in the last now? couple of years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The cakes took over the counter, <laughs> <laughs> the counter space. It was like that's, cakes or vinyl. That's fair enough. That might um, be the name of our first book that we make. Cakes or vinyl. But do you play much music in there really anymore? Um. Absolutely. What do you mean now? Over the just generally. I mean, what is your like? Oh, we've kind of reverted to the Spotify on the iPad. Yeah, that's like the go-to, which is unfortunate. I just I love the physical putting of something on, even if it's a CD. Yeah. Um, but I mean, everyone's. I mean, Spotify is the answer for everyone these days, isn't it? Yeah. Or some sort of playlist, of either it's mixed cloud or or SoundCloud or who, something. Who picks the tunes then? Um, whoever's on the till or whoever. <laughs> has the audacity to squeeze in behind the person on the till and <laughs> change the music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Everyone. Everyone does. Everyone gives their little, their little bit of. Yeah. It's nice. Everyone choice. gets a little chance to. Yeah. To do something, or if you find something, it's great to be able to play it. I am. Um, when I ordered the Crime Bing album, actually from Keen and Freebird, and I didn't collect it for a few weeks, and he was playing it in Freebird. And everyone was asking about it, so he mm. ended up ordering six more and sold them all from just playing it in the shop. Yeah. And he's like. That's sometimes you just need to play stuff for, for it to get sold. Yeah. But he said, I didn't even, he said I wasn't really into it until I played it a few times. And then he was absolutely hooked, yeah. you know. Actually, funny you mentioned that with Aldock, because I play Aldock a good bit in, in the cafe. And it's one of the only uh, bands that we've played. Like, we'd just be having a plane and someone would come up to the counter and say, who's What's that? that? Yeah. yeah, and it's one of the only people in the last, like, year almost that I'd say maybe three people have come up and gone who's that playing over the band oh, yeah, you should start yeah. selling music in there yeah shifting a few LPs yeah. <laughs> well we are we are currently under 34 Cafe 34 which is run by Homebeat and uh, Emmett and he's just sell a few vials of yeah right? and they yeah, look great you did sell a few before we have well we do have there. for sale the yeah. Sign A vinyl is in yeah. there oh yeah because yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a record that we helped to produce yeah with the lads so yeah that's a kind of yeah. special one that's nice. That's so nice. that's always available. It's on the shelf. Yeah, cool. Um, so we move on uh, and talk about your next choice, which you know uh, we asked you uh, a song that makes you feel uh, emotional or maybe makes you cry. Um, and to me, a song that could make you cry can be a very positive thing. Uh, it can be a very. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I think it says a lot about this, the the power of the song if it can consistently make you cry or or if it always delivers mm. on that sort of emotional surge. Absolutely. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you can still actually get a bit whew, from something that you play all of the time. Yeah. It and says more about the song, I think, than your emotional state. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes yeah. if you've had a few drinks, you're like, wow, that's oh, listen, yeah. amazing. Oh, <laughs> listen, the, the Monday after after a heavy weekend, you're like, Jesus, turn that off. <laughs> Can't have it. Well, what song did you pick? Um, Alice Contrain. Um... Alice yeah. Coltrane Taria and Ramakrishna that's the one any particular reason why you picked that song uh, I just I mean it's beautiful listen you'll listen to it now I, it's one of those ones as well that you know those jazz tunes where you listen to it and your face just kind of scrunches up every time you know it's just like yeah, mm, yeah. it's just hidden and like it's hitting your your strings, you know, it's like your skeleton is a xylophone. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> and it's very apt for her because she's a, she's a well, she's a pianist and she's a jazz harpist. Um, but it's like tugging on those harp strings. It's nice, be- it's just so beautiful. Well, yeah. we show rather than tell, maybe just play a bit of the song. Yeah, yeah. This is all skull train. <laughs> Thank you. 
to lose joints it that was Alice snooze. Coltrane Turiya and Ramakrishna that is from her third album from 1970 Alice Coltrane choice of Ashton Rogerson um, thank you Ashton that's lovely um, can I get your tissue <laughs> 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 yeah uh, very emotional music and uh, the fact it just that it makes has you s- it makes you slow down as well and I think that's why yeah 
for me, uh, like that allows a lot of emotion to come out. Any song that just makes you kind of breathe and kind of yeah, let, let the yeah, thoughts go where they song. need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, right, we'll move on to, uh, uh, Sally, your choice for, uh, or your next new music choice. Um, I picked uh, Romare because uh, I just really, really like this track. It's called Je T'aime and it's on a new album called Love Songs Part 2. I wasn't always, uh, he's on Ninja Tune, so I I follow them, so I, I tend to listen to everything that comes out there. And uh, uh, I have a couple of pals who are really Really, really obsessed with him. One of them deems him one of the best producers of our time. Um, And I wasn't, I just couldn't get into it as much. I liked it, but I didn't think it was phenomenal. Yeah, I had the same thing. I I could not get the adulation for Romero because people, he played here a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. in Wawa Club and everyone was like, lots of people I was talking about like, oh, you're going to see Romero? It was like, well, we were doing a gig that night anyway. Yeah, we were playing, yeah. Yeah, but it was also... I just didn't really get the appeal. Now, I do like this song, but I was yeah. not sure if I would listen to the album an awful lot now. So I'm wondering if I'm missing something. Yeah, I went through it. Uh, I went right through it and this just jumped out at me and I've been just going back to that kind of, which I do tend to do. Um, I think, I think, yeah, I think he's good. I, 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 uh, I saw him in, saw him the year, maybe last year in the Tivoli and it was, it was banging, but it wasn't, I'm, I'm not that crazy about him, but I really like this track. Okay, well, let's play it. This is it. Romare with Jatem. Thank you. 
That's a song from Romare that is just him. Uh, new, new album is out now called Love Songs Part 2. Oh, it's on Ninja Tune, right? Yeah, it's on Ninja yeah, Tune. Ninja Tune. Uh, yeah, he's an interesting one. Uh, I'm still a bit flummoxed by his his massive appeal in in terms of yeah. like, the the genre that he has. And uh, there's something about him I'm maybe not getting, but uh, certainly I've heard I, he's really good live as well. What um, I think I like about it is it brings me back to my uh, my French house obsession around the super disco time. Um, it's that kind of vibe. You know, that sort of um, very uplifty, sort of French housey, um, which I think is obviously making a big comeback at the moment. But, you know, with anything, if you've been around the first time, yeah. it's hard for you to get as excited about it second time around. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel I feel the same way about you. What I like about him, though, I feel like he's um, going down his own path where, yeah. you know, um, he's it's very distinctively his. his old thing. And yeah. that's good because there's too many people who... Uh, follow trends or sound like they're you know switch up their style especially when you do make electronic music I feel like you know I'm doing this now because like why Just, yeah you know, like if you feel like he's exploring something and that's yeah but I uh, but I what I fear of this is that it might not date that well yeah yeah there's always a risk with that true it might not be classic I don't know it's hard to tell we'll know in a few years yeah well, uh, speaking of, um, you know, the span of time, um, my choice is from uh, a band that haven't been around for 18 years and uh, then came back uh, very suddenly without much warning. And uh, I was surprised to find that uh, it was like they never left. Uh, and it was actually like going back to their very first release or second release. Tribe? Are you talking about a Tribe Called Quest? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they just released... Um, their final album, um, which is uh, We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service. And uh, I was surprised to find it is an absolute belter. Of an it's album. unbelievable. And also, I'm actually very emotional listening to it all week. Yeah. Like, there's something about it. It does feel like a farewell or it, something. It I feels don't like know. The, a farewell in the best possible way. As in, It's like, like a, re- a reflection. It's yeah, like a reflection like of the 18 years. Here are guys who you know clearly have a lot of uh, energy and a lot of... Um, you know, there's a chemistry between them and that's still there after all these years. And uh, while the al- album is kind of a, a victory lap in a lot of ways, there's a lot of sadness in it because obviously Fife Dog uh, died. I think that's what maybe it maybe is making me kind of sad. Yeah. Um, is that as well. After being so strange for so long and saying that they wouldn't, they were barely talking to each other. It turns out that um, a performance on uh, Tonight Show, I think, in the US, uh, when they got back together to uh, perform, um, kickstarted this again. They ended up making an album in Q-Tips, uh, New Jersey studio, and uh, the result, it has loads of guests on it as well. Yeah, it's, like, it's probably what we were slagging about the Solange. It, this, is, this is way heavier, yeah. hitting with the, with the guest appearances. Yeah, Elton John is in there, but it's oh, like a sample, yeah. but he's also on it as well. But I think no he way. recorded the sample, yeah. yeah, yeah I think he like, recorded the sample then. Um, of course, um, the ubiquitous now, uh, uh, Anderson Pack is there. One of my albums of the year is, uh, yeah. he's on nearly every album I've Seem to be listening to it at the moment. Um, who else is he's, on it? He's heavily. Busta he's heavily. Rhymes, of course, is on it. I was actually going to pick the Anderson Pack. The I'm from LA. The that one. I've been listening to that a lot. Yeah. I I love this album. I love that they're back and it's not in the slightest bit gammy. It's actually yeah. one, probably one of their better albums. Yeah, it is. But I don't think I ever listened to. I, I have. I just. I don't. It, I don't know. It's it's a funny one. It's 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 different and it's the same. It's it's a yeah, weird so combination. Yeah, so many familiar feelings. elements of it, um, <clears throat> but there's so much chemistry there. And like lyrically, they're still 
got it and you know it doesn't feel like it could feel like it's beamed from that time yeah 20 years ago but it also feels like it was totally made i think yeah, q-tip still sounds way. like he's a teenager he's, he's, 40, still he's 46 years of age i think yeah. and he still sounds like a kid so young which is great um, he's probably my favorite i think yeah. he's my favorite well like yeah for as rappers go he'd be probably my favorite my, yeah. my oh favorite. yeah i interviewed him once stuff. actually on the phone um and uh, he was walking around his um, town, hometown of New Jersey. Now, he wasn't in a great mood to talk, unfortunately. So he kept hanging up. I don't know if he was doing it on purpose, purpose? or if it just uh. kept dropping. <laughs> but then he was he was basically walking around the streets and everyone kept stopping him and, and talking to him. So it was like... And you got I'd those conversations him, on Yeah, the, I'd on, ask him a question record. and he'd be like, hold on a second. And he'd be like chatting away to somebody for a while. Take a selfie, um, get back on to But he did rap down the phone to me and I'll, and I'll never forget that because oh, actually no. I did forget it. <laughs> oh, no way. Well, I did forget it recently. And so I read back the piece in the last few weeks and I was like... You oh, record yeah. it. He like wrapped down the phone to me, so that was whoa, cool. amazing. Um, so that was nice. Uh, but I there was no mention or talk at that point, and that was about two thousand and nine, I think, that there was going to be any sort of any yeah. tribe reunion. So, um, uh, and the good thing is that there's not going really going to be any more, uh, and so it's a yeah. really nice way to finish the story. I did read they're going to tour. Are they? I did read it in Pitchfork. He said they. He said I don't see why not. Uh, well, they're going to tour the album. Big obvious reason why not, maybe. But, yeah, but uh, you know, as in, that was recently. Yeah, uh, the other thing about the album is that they let, uh, is it Jorobi, um, actually rap on it. First time he's rapped on since the first album. Yeah. Which is kind of unusual. But, uh, well, I want, I like, I'd love to see it. Like, I'd love to see it see through and I'd love to see them make some money. Yeah, um, I mean, they, they they're did so it. important. They're powerhouses and like, as East Coast rap goes, they're kind of the, probably the biggest, you know. Yeah, and uh, what I love about it is that they're bringing their old mates, uh, Buster Rhymes and Consequence in, their cousin and friends in, and it still sounds like they're... Buster just, sounds old, though. He does sound older, yeah. he looks older. He's he looks a, older. He's got a big thick neck now. He's been hitting the blunt. <laughs> he's been hit. He's, he's, he's does, a, does a bang of gout off him. By the looks of things. <laughs> he's been enjoying the finer, the finer yeah, wines yeah. And, the, and the finer ha- meats and cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> well, I picked a song called Black Spasmodic on it because uh, I feel like the start of the song really gives you... Uh, uh, that chemistry between them all it sounds like they're just still kicking it in the schoolyard yeah. kind of buzz so I'm going to play it now this is uh, Tribe Called Quest and Black Spasmodic <laughs> Uh-huh. Spit game drive, boy, that flow ain't working uh-huh. Folks throwing items, them vets I'm cursing Cuff made me wanna see this is in person Third song in, cuff of them is this person uh-huh. Only to realize, gotta loosen the building yeah. Big G 
tune this for men, women, and children. Back on my bullshit, you know, must have us living in buzz the whole calendar. My biggest fear be talking to me, let me explain Not through evil mediums, tarot cards, and Ouija games But through mixing chords and boards and even drum machines He be saying bigger vocal boards, keep repping queens And don't be taking slack from these non-rapping gangers Man, that intellectual digital juice bitch, you better change your plan Especially when you see them at the lobby of a label And they don't seem able to outstretch their hands and admit they fans You better flame them in the J's that they standing in Ostracize their memory for not remembering The articles reduce their body parts to particles And dust the dead sea with their cremated molecules I'm leaving, end up here, you still got the work to do I expect the best from you, I'm watching from my heaven view Don't disappoint me, make sure that they anoint me As the blue ribbon pedigree, the best to show five for three Speak of the legacy, for sure people around the world Napoleonic, bionic people who cause the world to twirl Rip every stage you grace like that one was your last or left If you don't believe me, tip this truly life after death Don't refer to the biggie cover So shout out my Trini brothers And please check in on my mother Malika Zach Call me shorty They all make thugs of this caliber Who kept up a buzz the whole calendar Black. Used to sell drugs out the challenger Spasmodic. Used to keep guns with the silencers Black. Spasmodic
on the loose joints podcast that is uh Izam and agua viva that's a, a name i haven't heard from a while and uh, the choice of ashling rogerson uh ashling why did you pick this song i picked this song because it is um the i suppose the freshest album that i've been listening to i think it's only just out a couple of weeks yeah so i just discovered the albums out just in between that we were listening to uh that song it album is called hafa and just came out indeed yeah yeah so um he I, was based in dublin for a good while right yeah absolutely and he was the guy that you used to see around everywhere and he he left his mark in dublin he made a huge dent on the Definitely on like the world music scene, mm. all the kind of funky soul nights, the groovalization nights. Yeah. Um, he definitely he was, had he a, was a big player impact. there for a, for a good few years. He was he was around all the time, and then I think he went off to Portugal or back to France or somewhere. He's been around and about, um, yeah. and he made this album in Portugal, right. in Lisbon. Um, and he's coming back to do a launch on the 22nd of December. 22nd of December, yeah, that's cool. That's great. Um, Club Chukra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, he there was. I was looking at doing uh, my club uh, night listings again very recently, and I realised there was a few things missing from it. And that was one of them, maybe the kind of uh, more... Well, there's still a bit of Afrobeat stuff on, for sure, but definitely groovalization was really nice. Mm-hmm. night that he seemed to be involved in it was on very regularly mm. biggest problem I seem to have at the moment is that there's not a lot of regular nights and so um, <coughs> or very niche yeah, or like my, bro- my brother-in-law even was asking me about, about a hip-hop night and I was like it took me ages to figure out that like probably the, there's no regular ones yeah there's no when you think about the R&B nights that used to go on yeah. and there was always a lot more Afrobeat um, reggae and loads of more Brazilian or like definitely Tropicalia, yeah. that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one really doing anything very. Is there not? Because I've specific. always wondered: is it just me now who's not in touch, or is it just not no, happening? No, I just really, don't think I it really is. There's a lot yeah. less. Um, so I would say to anybody listening to our, out here, um, start a club night if you want to start a club night. Just yeah, and with, yeah, with a very particular type of music. Absolutely, like, yeah. yeah, something there's, that's honed in. If if you do it, and, and like, there's plenty of opportunities out there, and you know, there's plenty of room for something like that. There's plenty of techno nights in Dublin. We need. Oh, we, we, need, don't need the, we don't need any more. We don't need any more techno nights. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah right when you there. think about it, the the amount of um, you you would go out specifically because you knew you'd get a good dance. You'd have a good dance. Yeah, I would you know? love to see a regular Northern Soul night. Yeah, that's how I started I DJing. Actually, really, that's when I when I started DJing was was in a Northern Soul club. Oh and there's actually still a Northern Soul club going in Dublin. When? So it's Northern Soul scene is very strong in Dublin still. Um, it's very irregular though. No, they do monthly ones. Uh, I think the one in the Belvedere is still going down a little Denmark Street. That oh one's called... God, I must go along to that. Yeah, some of them now, they wouldn't be the friendliest. They're and very yeah, like, it's, their, it's, their, it's yeah. their buzz. And if you don't know the moves, they don't really like you dancing. <laughs> that kind of thing, which is like, you don't own it. You can't, you can't be like that. I'm not sure if I'm into that. Like. Yeah, it's but not. But they are just such good dancers. I mean, yeah. That's <laughs> fine. But as long as you, you can be a good dancer and then not like, I you know, know totally. throw shade I'm not, at everyone else, you know. Yeah. Not into that ownership <coughs> kind of stuff. But, no. um, but I can see they're very precious about it and it's a very specific thing. Like I was a soul head for a couple of years and I, even just being 
pigeonholed like that made me feel a little icky. And that's why I got into other stuff. And also, you just, if you, I don't know how anybody just listens to one type of music mm. and says that's all they listen to. Mm. I don't know how you could just be a techno DJ and not listen to anything else other than techno. But especially it's, with Northern Soul, it's such a particular Especially with Northern soul. soul. Well, you'll find a lot of people Northern Soul are really into Modern Soul as well. And that's the only other way they'll branch out. Yeah. Motown, Modern Soul and Northern Soul. And Modern Soul is so different. But you won't hear Modern Soul at Northern Soul nights. Because people uh, uh, uh. don't, yeah. they're just like, they're not the same thing. Yeah. It's actually unusual separate. to have a, a night like that where you would only play one kind of thing, really. You yeah. Know, it is actually unusual because, you know, we're talking unusual about... Unusual now? Yeah, unusual now because people's listening... Well, now, because people's listening habits are jumping all over the place yeah. because of Spotify. I think with Spotify like as that, well, yeah, they're like, making everyone listen to different things, which is brilliant. Yeah. Um, But I even remember years ago when I played in Dice Bar and getting into trouble for not playing enough 50 stuff in Rockabilly and I was like but like there's tw- there's four people here complaining that I don't play enough of that and they drink here every night of the week and they're only in 50 stuff I'm like do you not want you, you've heard everything that I'm going to play do you not want to hear something else no. do you know like it's it's a little too I don't know come on lads like broaden broaden your eyes and slightly mm. but I, I do get that it's you, you can really really be into one thing and, and it's a and that's, and it's what, a and that's what keeps craft. the culture going and that's what keeps yeah. it alive I suppose and those, those people, people <laughs> like to get dressed up and they come in from all over the suburbs and they come in and see each other it's Which a social is a huge outing part of it as well yeah, it's, it's the look hu- it's the scene it's the motorbikes yeah. it's when you, everything yeah. when you think about Northern Soul and how it came about in when you think about the scene in England um, like people working in mines all week and they would just go home. I, I love the thoughts of somebody going home, getting dressed up, putting like having one really nice outfit, yeah. putting their gold chain on, and then going down and just dancing all night. Like yeah. it's so gorgeous. It's mm-hmm. so um, ritualistic, and you can just imagine just living for that, you know. And so that's why people in the Northern Soul scene are very precious about it because it comes from a time where people had nothing else and they just lived. They lived for this music, lived for these tunes, but at the same time. You know, and if they you, don't keep it music going, for everyone, will. you can't own music. Well, there's a lot of exclusivity around Northern Soul in the first place uh, when the DJs started playing them and like find going over and buying records and yeah. that nobody else knew and then you know that kind of and it's very much a lads buzz thing and that kind of yeah. thing. You know, mm. yeah, it's a lads buzz thing. And I one remember one of my favorite things about playing uh, vinyl is when somebody comes up to you and is like, "What tune is that?" and you're like. That's what it is. Yeah, I love Sean because that's what I'm doing for a living, really. Yeah, like showing people tunes. So if I was the opposite at a gig, that would be pretty weird, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I I I, like I um I don't go to the nights as much now, and I, I kind of should. But uh, there is for for dancing, you can't beat it. But luckily, I had the moves, so I wasn't ever asked to sit down. Yeah, ah, I can show you. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's me. it's definitely well worth it. Um, but like that I remember Jesus I remember there was something in the rowing club years ago and down the Garda rowing club and I was there and Billy Scurry turned up with a box of Miller or something like he had a whole box of booze and nobody had booze left and we were kind of just chatting and dancing and somebody had said to Billy you know if you don't if you don't if you can't do the moves kind of maybe don't dance or something he was just like I'm fucking out of here. You can stick it. I'm taking a Miller with me as well. <laughs> just like don't be, don't be rude. Like you can yeah. definitely, you can definitely be a snob, but keep it to yourself if you're gonna if you're gonna be that bad, you know. But um, I love that Maloko video. Do you ever see the Maloko video? She was a big soul head, and Paddy Considine actually is a real old soul boy. 
and the time is now where he's dancing in the Northern Soul Club and she comes in. Do you know that one? And he's, he's spinning and then they go back. She's in her apartment and it's actually her own apartment at the end of it. Um, I don't know, no. Yeah, she was she was a big Northern Soul head for years, Roshi Murphy. She would yeah. that's how she kinda got, got into that. Um it's 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 got a it's got a big place that the whole scene and, and it's something that loads of people don't know a lot about, which is uh, Did it ever go back to America in that way? Did it ever like No, I don't think there? so because everything was just about the hits and producing mm. more stuff and getting things out and everything that we ever got our hands on or, or like like England and Ireland was stuff that came off ships that wasn't selling. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it became so big. But And then you can just imagine with Motown just like get another hit, get another hit, get another hit. And so much stuff ended up not even being recorded. Some stuff recorded not being yeah. shelved. There's also a lovely one... Um, there's so many of those albums now that it's, there's a few you'd love I'd send to you where they're called. There's one called Obscure Soul where it's old demos uh, that never got produced and there'd be one mic and six people singing in a room, maybe somebody playing the piano or guitar. Mm. And there's one called Love Apple and it's on it's on you, it's on on iTunes. Kitzer sent it to me years ago and I absolutely love it. It's sort of about eight tracks and they're just like little demos. But they're so good because you can really hear somebody really singing the heart out. Mm, kind great. of a few of them sitting around, and they'd be always brothers, or sisters, aunties, uncles, just trying to get together to get a tune, to try and get a hit, to try and get somewhere. But uh, love Apple, start with that one. That's it's really gorgeous. Yeah, noted. Nice. Duly noted. <laughs> okay, we move on to uh, your next choice. Ashling is um, mm. a song that reminds you of good times. Speaking of good times, mm-hmm. what did you pick? I picked Barrington Levy. The vibes is right. Whoa. Whoa. Um, and it reminds me of the good times of like the four o'clock in the morning good times. The kind of floppy everyone's still in the room and you're eating <laughs> you're, you're snacking you're in the corner you're eating popcorn keep in the corner you're, you're dipping popcorn in hummus <laughs> um, and uh, in particular it reminds me of a good friend of mine John Bird who used to always just put on this track at that at that late kind of time in the night where everything was just kind of but we had out. to leave everything was going down. We had to leave Lily Put and nobody really wanted to leave. He yeah. was a great one for that. One more, one more, <laughs> one, one more. Just one more, just one more. Uh, he knows how to party that guy. He yeah. knows how to dance too. And it's just it's in it's so smooth and it, it just reminds me of those few years of of those house parties and in particular John Bird on the decks. Nice. Okay, well we will play it. So this is Barrington Levy with the Vibe is Right.
Vibes is right from Barrington Levy. That's the choice of Ashling. Um, lovely stuff. Um, songs remind you of the good times. That's nice. Um, now I don't know how to go from, from good times. <laughs> I'll take it from here. Yeah, on. You go, you go. <laughs> we're, we're we're back where we started again. Oh Jesus! Last, last I, I feel oh, like I no. I feel like I did start this, so I I should be responsible enough to to take ownership on this. <laughs> uh, we're back to Gildy Pledge. And uh, I, I reckon he's he's definitely the, uh, the like he's the Tom Cruise of the guilty pleasures. He when it when it comes to guilty pleasures, 
he's got the psychosis, the in, the indulgence, the narcissism, the narcissism, and but the fucking groove as well. No, <laughs> yeah, we're uh, talking about CP the Bench. white man's so, of groove. So uh, I gave Ashling the 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 question of uh, something you, you love that you know you probably shouldn't, and she hadn't listened to any of our previous podcasts, and she wrote back with simply red, and I laughed, and I was like, okay, perfect, <laughs> <Yes>. perfect. <laughs> so I've just filled her in on our mm. other. Our previous weeks of discussing Simply we've, Red. We've been having a good laugh and <laughs> Googling images of Mick Hucknell as of today. And uh, he, he, time hasn't really has been kind. Well. I mean, kind, <laughs> it was never kind to him. But, I, but there, was a, there was a moment. I mean, if you if you Google image him, you'll find one or two where, you know. You wouldn't actually get sick in your mouth. Kind of <laughs> that's immediately. Dangerous Not immediately. talk now. <laughs> dangerous talk. He is terrifying because he's had the <laughs> he's had the injections and everything as well and he, it's just all very odd. And I just think he's a desperately not um massively interesting, but there's something about him. He's got a groove. He must have been a schmoozer and a charmer because I mean, as you were saying, like the list of ladies that he's been with in mm-hmm. his life is just like It's astounding. Yeah. Um and Sure, he's no, he's he's not shy of letting people know what he thinks of himself either. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know if that like confidence or something it was like I don't know. Anyway, aside from him and his gorgeous jowls, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I love his music. Yeah, I, I it's, do. It's, it is that it's that guilty pleasure. Can't help it's it. like. Yeah, it's the one that everyone kind of rolls their eyes and goes like, oh, Simply Red. But when it's playing, you're there, you're... you're yeah, like, you know all the words. You're tapping your toes, you're clicking yeah. your fingers. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's hard No, to says Niall. No. I don't know, I don't know. I mean, basically, uh, I've been resisting playing Fairground at Lumo for a good few months now. <laughs> even though I've been asked nearly every month to do it. And it's always been somebody's birthday or something like that. And I'm like, oh, I just don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm, I th- I'm almost scared of what might happen, you know. Yeah. I might enjoy it too much. I reckon we're on you the know. cusp of a, of, a, of a Simply Red renaissance. I reckon he's going to have a little... Simply Red again. Simply Red. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he's coming back. He's playing here again in uh, the Three Arena sometime Look, soon. all I'm saying he is... he seems to be the second I, time. So yes. Look, I think away. people love him. And I think there's a reason. So do like, we, Sally. So do we. So do we. Yeah, <laughs> you and I are, we're guilty pledged out of it. We Absolutely. are, hands up, arrest me, you're on. Hands up, arrest me, officer. Yeah. I have, I have terribly, terribly bad uh, penchant for, for his, for his schmoozy. Yeah. Well, for me you... now, I have to say, it's, it's, it's one particular album because okay. I have this album on vinyl and, uh, and, and I just put it on. I don't actually know too much apart from the hits. Everyone knows the kind of Maybe the it's big for songs. The best. Yeah, I don't know any other <laughs> What's albums the name of the like album? I know this album, Picture Book. Picture Book. And is this song from the Picture Book? This song that we're going to play is from Picture Book. Yeah. Mm, you're not convincing me. No, let's uh, let's let, we're going to give it a, a quick bit and we'll t- we'll talk about it afterwards. The song is called Sad All Red, by the way.
so that's not the Snippy Red that most people know. No. What what year are we talking about for for this Ooh, album? Do we know? Eighty. I would say 80? I would have said eighty. F- uh, actually, picture book is early, right? Eighty nine. Oh. You would certainly say 92? the sentiment there is what you'd expect from Zippy Red. It's yes, like the sound he's made the soundtrack to his own love making, or maybe he's, he's made the, the noise of the girl <laughs> calling him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All red. She sings at night. You're just like I'm red. Like yeah. <laughs> how many white guys can get away with that? I know not many, but that, I think that's essential. That's uh, down to the core of his appeal. There, he just gets away with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think he thinks he's Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> do you know I actually think that's what's going on with him but like look he was clever enough to do some absolutely amazing covers that sound like his own tracks um, he's clearly a big soul of Motown fan and he has got Money Too so. Tight to I Mention mean, is on Picture Book right yeah that's on that that's book, a, yeah. a fantastic and holding cover. back the years like that it's a, it's a great album it's got a few absolute gems in there Jericho actually brilliant song as well Jericho, yeah. yeah. God, I must go back to picture book. I mustn't, I mustn't. I mustn't. <laughs> do, do, go back. <laughs> but um, I was, I, just around the time where we did the last podcast and I said the guilty, Silty Red was my guilty pleasure. Uh, about a week later, I was in the Fumbly and Stars was on the whole album, Stars. And yes, Neil Watkins was walking around and he was singing the lyrics and I was singing the lyrics. And I was like, I'm telling you, it's, it's one of those things that people are just... Yeah, you know know. it. It's in you. It's It's in in you somewhere. You know it. Everyone knows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I won't deny that. And you enjoy it. I don't know about that now. I I might have to subject myself to. uh, If it no, I think if it wasn't there, if you don't remember as a teen, or if it wasn't on in your house, you won't have the same sentimentalness. Uh, You'll see it for what it is. You'll see it for the schmaltz that it is. (laughs) I think. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. I think when you're younger, you do dismiss loads of people like that when you're younger. Like you like Rod Stewart and people like that. And then yeah. when you get older, you start to listen to their. Well, songs. Rod the Mod is a classic because the Small Faces were one of the yeah, best. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. What that's the point is, you know, there are good songs there to be discovered. Yes, of course. Yeah, but absolutely. Is, I is used to same? I used to hate Van Morrison because my mum listened to him. Yeah. Well, but now I go back and I listen. See, to the here's the thing. For me, Van Morrison's. Uh, for me, Astro Weeks is the greatest, uh, my favorite album of all time, it's and it's the, it's the yeah. I, I can't answer any of the other questions that you get asked all the time when you're a music fan, and it just Astro Weeks because I know it's the most profoundly uh, incredible thing. Mm. Uh, so I love all Van Morrison, and I and I really don't like the person he is. I, he doesn't seem like a really nice dude, and it's funny. I have friends like for me, a lot of my very close friends were, would be the same. Astro Weeks Van Morrison, you know, mm, it's one of those mm, things. Mm, I know Janine, Kitzer, there's people I've met through life that I've become friends with because we were all drawn to the same fundamental thing that that just changed you when you heard it. Yeah. But Mick, my boyfriend, can't, can't, he can't, can't abide it, can't listen to it, can't, the na- really? the noise of his voice, the noise of his name, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, just despises it. And I, I find that so... Fascinating. Is it the earlier stuff or the later? Because there is such a There's difference though between like Astro Weeks and then like the later I know, ones. I know, and I've been trying to release a new album. You know that, yeah. Um, and it kind of sounds a little bit like it's like all the later year kind of Van stuff. I think Van was so um, he was just so omnipresent. The same I was talking earlier on about Paul Brady in the same way. Yeah, those people were just there all the Everyone time. Knows and it. Like, you know, and there you're in like, my kitchen. When anyway. I was younger, I was just like, oh, Van's on again. Yeah. He's wearing the hat, he's wearing sunglasses. He's 
wailing away and you're like yeah. you don't appreciate it you don't have any you don't appreciate it until you get older you hear yeah. Astle Weeks you go when Jesus I, Christ yeah Astle Weeks was the one where I was like well you know everyone goes oh it's a classic album and sometimes you put on an album like that and you're like I uh, don't know if I'm feeling it but actually when the first time I heard that I was like that's it's incredible. funny because um, I have a few friends who live away uh, who live in Sweden one of them is Good Time and Richie and we still we stay in touch by sending each other things that we're listening to and things we like and I could never cope with Good Time not he had never heard us for weeks and the only Van Morrison song he ever liked was Dweller on the Threshold so we'd always play that at parties for Good Time we were just like it's mental you haven't heard us for weeks and he didn't I think I bought it for him and he was like no I have to have to hear it myself in my own time I have to come around to it I can't don't tell me don't tell me to, to do it kind of thing you know and uh, and it would stress me out and I'd text him every night and go, did you, did you, did you <laughs> get around to it? Uh, you didn't listen to that album there. I was telling you to listen to it. But um, he, uh, he, he's just like, no, just leave it. Stop going on about it. It's, it's grand. I'll come to it. Somewhere. But I just know he'd love it and it'll... Mm. I don't know how you wouldn't get around to it already. So not yet, not yet. Still, I think he's just resisting it, you know? I think the other thing for me about Van was uh, when I saw him doing his high kicking in uh, The Last <laughs> yeah. Waltz. Like, yeah. You know, there's, some, there's more to this man than, yeah, than of I course. thought originally. So, yeah. you know, you can be dismissive. So maybe we shouldn't all be so dismissive of Simply Red. Yes, those words come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. we're, 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 we're getting somewhere at. We leave it there yeah. for we do something <laughs> terrible. Um, uh, we're not going to end on Simply Red, though. No, no, we're not. We're not. We're going to give uh, our last choice of this podcast to yourself, Ashling. Um This is uh, some new music and some recent music I think you like. Yeah, and uh, this guy's been around for a while, but this is this is a, uh, a, a 2016 tune from him. Now, I think I have to thank Sally for this one, though, because I, I found it through your SoundCloud, yeah. I'm pretty and sure. Actually, Good Time is very good friends with Carol Blow, which is weird. That's yeah, a weird little tie-in. Because nice I, I sent it to him when I was obsessing about it. And he had said, you know, he, I hung out with him a good bit. He, he was hanging around Whelan's quite a lot. Hmm. Um, and I've, I've, only, I've only just very recently in the last couple of weeks listened to a couple of his other, his other, his other tunes. Um, only the more recent stuff. I haven't dipped back into the like earlier 90s stuff. Um, but uh, it's all, I like it all. Um, but this particular track, Fallen Rain, it, it like... You know the way it could make me cry easily. Yeah, you know, you know the way. Like, there's soundtracks to your life at, at different times of your life. You know, and and music kind of comes in and it goes out. For me, anyway, and there's certain years and seasons and that are defined by different pieces of music. And I feel like of late, in the last six months, anyway, I I just completely disconnected with a, with a lot of music. I, it wasn't in my life, and. This track has actually, I feel like it started a new soundtrack. And that's, thank you, Sally, for that. Oh, you're it, so it welcome. Really, I'm yeah, glad. It's one of those ones that I've, it, I just have it on repeat. It plays, I, I dance to it, I chill out to it. I, it like, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I just love it. And he looks like Kev Cal in the photo <laughs> for the cover <laughs> no of it. Way. Yeah. <laughs> actually, oh, yeah. it's a cover, it's a Link Ray track. Okay. Um, but it's Another it's cover. one of those covers that it sounds nothing like it. It means something else, and he he gave an entirely different meaning to it. It's like Sam Cooke's "Change Got to Come." It's like one of those mm. sort of big, weird, makes you feel funny about the pensiveness of it or something. It's uh, but it's it's serious, but it's gorgeous. It's, it's beautiful. It's reflective. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's really sad, but it's really gorgeous, mm. and it's really measured. There's loads of lovely instruments going on in it 
And do you know anything more about him, about, about Carl Blount? Uh, I asked a good time, a good bit about it. Uh, he's just uh, just a really sound dude. Um, kind of spent a lot of time here. Um, and uh, he doesn't have a huge, like he's not massive. He mm. kind of just does little tours every now and then. He did um, actually play other voices. Um, he think, did play other voices, yeah. yeah. I think there's some Irish connection. I think right. he maybe spent a lot of time here, or stayed here. Okay. Um, but I don't know anything about him. And then when I heard this, I it was one of those things where I sent it to all the people that I that I exchange music with. And I was like, lads, 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 you have to hear this. And I was surprised that everyone was just like, Jesus, that's what's the story there. Yeah, yeah, it's really gorgeous. I really, really love it. I'm glad I'm glad you love it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well thanks for coming in, Ashling. Um and for myself you, and Sally, uh thanks for your It was a car ever a car. Yeah, we'll be back hopefully before the end of the year with maybe some best of 2016. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll try and do that. Okay, this is Carol Blau with Falling Rain. Thanks.
And I can feel the wind I can see angry faces In the eyes of the Staffings and shootings and young men dying all around. And it keeps going through my brain, and I can still hear the sound. I hear talking.